Oh, some Man City fan apparently slugged him. Oh, I like Jeremy. Shit, you're old. It was a direct attack at you. Like, you look every bit 30, huh? He'll be killed by a number of men in the dugout. Watch, watch, rumbles on. Pina colada, large one. Yes, coming in hot with episode 69 of the Football Played on Paper podcast. I'm Sean, and I'm joined by a man who is opening the show by giggling at that. Jobber, yeah. how are you, man? <laughs> just, just give me a second. Don't come to me yet. <laughs> Barney, Lucky how are you? Lol. I'm good, thanks, Sean. Eh? Halsey, good to see yeah. you. Yeah, thanks, mate. I'm really excited for this episode, too. Yeah, yeah, me too. Um, so, uh, yeah, well, Josh has got his shit together now, so um, that, that's a nice start. But, um, yeah, well, big round um, into the round of 16, a couple of games down, um, Start really starting to take shape here. Some teams are starting to go home, so really getting to the pointy end. Um, but we've got some weekly happenings, but it's more like three-day happenings. Um, Barney, let's go. All righty. So, first up, we have uh, Ramos No Club here. So... Uh, Jabra, I know you had some strong opinions on this one, so why don't you run us through it? Yeah, boys, I'm fishing for an answer here because I follow Sergio Ramos <laughs> quite closely on Instagram. So today he was um, carrying a heavy-looking barbell upstairs. Is that a come-and-get-me play to Manchester United? Or when's he going to get a club? <laughs> I mean, with those abs, he should already have a club. How's he still clubless? What is going on there? Well, it's his, it's his wages, isn't it? Everyone, that's got to yeah. be his wages. He I mean, the list of clubs who can actually afford afford him and bring himself in. You kind of um, get to that, don't you, that part yeah. of your career. Well, you price himself board. out of it. Like a few, yeah. a few players have done that, price himself out of it. Um, and I think the other thing, unfortunately, he will look at is his brand and like how much um, that club will suit his image. Unfortunately, Thiago like Silva was mm. such a roaring success. You think that like someone would be like, yeah, that's, that's what I think. You look at Silver and, and how well he's gone in the Premier League this season and even the Champions League at a club like Chelsea. Like, surely you're going to get a free hit on the transfer fee because he'll go for a free and you just bung it all into his wages and then you get one year out of him and send him on his way at the end. Like, it sounds like good technical financial terms, doesn't it? Just bung the transfer fee into <laughs> yeah. the wages. That's bung. simple. That's what yeah. got Sam Allardyce in trouble, those bungs. Yeah. I, did, um, I did a counting 101. Um, yeah. So I, I suppose it's only going to be a big club, isn't it? Like, So that rules out your Tottenham's, rules out your Arsenal's. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Shots fired. <laughs> Liverpool. <nah>. Oh, yeah, <laughs> any, good one. Anyway, anyway to crowbar in a funny but, piece of Tottenham, isn't it? Ramos strikes me as a guy who's not going to like like go to China or nah. maybe even PSG or, or one of those like so-called nah. second-tier farmers leagues that you call them, Jobber. Um, <laughs> I feel like he's I feel like he's going to sign himself up for a big challenge in a big club. Yeah, like PSG, big is challenge. He, he big speaks wage. good English. Like he speaks pretty good English. To decline, you asking us like, I, I, I wonder if anyone knows. Like, does, uh. is his English better than Thiago Silva's? Because that was like his struggle, wasn't it? He couldn't speak a lick of English. Mm. So, yeah, uh, I think it's better than Thiago Silva's. Yeah, it's got to be. Yeah, <laughs> can't be much worse. All right, so he's he's got some good work on the socials. But who's the king of social media, Barney? Oh. The king of social media is Patrice Evra. Now, I don't know if you guys caught his uh, his latest video, but it was an absolute cracker. I still so, haven't stopped watching the chicken one, so I'm not up to the next thing. <laughs> he's got a new segment on his Instagram called, I think it's uh, Pat TV. 
<laughs> and he basically does these uh, live, or well, not live previews, but does these vi- um, video previews of upcoming games. So he did the uh, De- Denmark-Wales game. And uh, so he was coming coming live from Amsterdam. So he opens up with, uh, hey, hey, it's Patrice Ever here again, a.k.a. Mr. I Love This Game, a.k.a. <laughs> Ever McDonald, not the burgers guy, a.k.a. <laughs> Piers Ever Ever Morgan. So it's a strong start. (laughs) Then he goes into... That's longer than our intro. I know. (laughs) And then this this is his next line. He says, I'm coming to you from Amsterdam, the city where a lot of jiggy, 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 jiggy (laughs) happens, and a lot of people get as high as Jolene Lescott's hairline. (laughs) And this is is where he's coming to a bit of flack as he's had to actually come out and apologise for the oh. comments he made about Jolene Lescott's hairline. Oh, Why? <laughs> that's a good call. Why? I don't know. I don't oh. know. There's some people outraged, mainly Lescott. Oh, but, uh, who cares? Yeah, that's he's, straight banter. So he's, he's apologised said he's sorry. He still hasn't deleted the video, though. He's kept <laughs> that one up. And then he goes on. He's, sorry, so he goes not about sorry. Two, yeah. yeah, it goes for about two minutes. <laughs> and then he goes on to act out some terrible caricatures <laughs> of Welsh and, D- and Danish fans. Like, really, <laughs> really bad. Um, oh. There's also one up for the Portugal... Uh, Belgium game. If you want to catch that one as well, so three minutes of good viewing. <laughs> Treat yourself. So, yeah, yeah. yeah, it was. It's well worth a watch for all uh, our avid listeners. I'll so check Jolene it out. Lescott was a professional footballer for what twenty years, and no one mentioned his hairline. I think it's been the <laughs> oh, everyone it's been the elephant in, in the room for so long. It's real yeah. low hanging fruit that one, or <laughs> high hanging fruit, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Right, so, so from one Manchester United great left back to the next. So Luke right. Shaw's <laughs> been in the news this week. Um, him and Jose. So Jose's been throwing barbs at Luke Shaw all tournament, even in the games he hasn't played. But he was particularly concerned about a free kick that Luke Shaw took. He called it terrible and it was dramatically bad. And Luke Shaw, <laughs> Luke Shaw responded by saying, I don't know why he keeps talking about me. He's a good manager. It's clear that he has a problem with me. But I just don't understand why he keeps talking about me. <laughs> so this is, this is bordering on mental harassment. This is like yeah, like cyberbullying. Yeah, this is this is crazy. This has gone for like five years since he was manager at United. I agree with Luke Shaw. Like when he had those, (laughs) when Jose had those comments about he was a bit doughy. I was like, oh yeah, well maybe that kind of like one of his moves to sort of put it out there to say that we might get a better reaction if it if it's public like that. And to be fair, (laughs) he's not far from the truth. But he's just kept coming back and back and back for more to the point where I'm like. Actually, actually, maybe yeah. does have a genuine problem with Luke Shaw. <laughs> I mean, at least, at least uh, Luke Shaw's like made a resurgence and he's going back to a really good level of football. Jose's just been going worse and worse ever since he started like wailing on Luke Shaw. Yeah, I can, so, I can imagine Jose getting real drunk at night and just like going to Luke Shaw's house and like screaming at him from the street, prank calling him. Boy, yeah. boy, boy, got no right foot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god yeah he's terrible jose all right yeah. so next one is the uh bail walkout <laughs> so sean i know this one was uh, a favor of yours on the uh the big welsh man yeah i, I want to get your opinion on this i'm not sure if i'm happy with him walking out like that um or i thought it was a bit much so um they've asked him at the end of the game straight after they've got knocked out um you know is this your last game for wales and sort of where you're headed next um, obviously referring to the the Spurs Real Madrid um, situation, um, and then yeah, Bale didn't even say a word and just walked straight out of shot. Um, really? Yeah, and so the reporter, like a few people were asking the reporter, "Hey, how can you open with that question? You know, he's just been knocked out of a tournament, that type of thing." 
And the reporter was just like, the producer's in my ear and was and I go down there and the producer says, ask this question and ask yeah. the questions. <laughs> yeah. like, I had no, it's not as if I made up this question and really wanted to know. Um, but yeah, Bale stormed out. So um, what are we, what's our thoughts on the pod? Are we saying that we're happy with that and um, and we love to see it or a bit petty? Bit soft. I'm, you can expect Gareth. a question like that. Really? I'm with Gareth on this one. I, I watched um, Danny Mills' commentary afterwards and he's like, Gareth needs to grow up and all this. I'm like, and he goes, oh, Gareth um, you know, wants to be seen as a leader and he's got the boys out in the park after the game and all this. I, I think Gareth is like, when Gareth Bale pulls on a Wales jersey, like you can see he really loves it. Like he's all about Wales and he does a great job for them. And then they've asked him a stupid question at the end of the game. Like ask him about the game, like what's just happened. They're just like, oh, what about your future? Like you can talk yeah. about that on Monday. Like there's nothing good that's going to come of that. Or at least leave it till later in the interview. I get that, but yeah. If they're going to ever like stop reporters and producers asking dumb like questions, then – is the, only the way they, is the only way they're going to stop it is like we're just literally just walking out. Because some, some players will just be like try and like move on quickly from the question, give a short response and move on. But like if they just plainly just walk out of it, it's like they might actually stop asking like the same questions over and over again. Yeah. If and that, they control if, the narrative too. Like the media yeah. is now like, oh, what an arsehole. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, you've yeah. Got to, I think you've got to dig a bit deeper and be like, yeah. that was a stupid time to ask a pretty – like a question that he's already answered. He's like – Still oh, highly emotional. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. That, well, that's what, that's what I was going to say where um, if that sign is true, Wales – Golf Madrid in that order. <laughs> um, if that sign is true, yeah, he's just been knocked out of a major tournament that yeah. he's trying to contribute to and try and, you know, take his team uh, a bit deeper. And not only did they get um, knocked out, they got absolutely battered, which I'm sure we'll get to. So, oh yeah, if you're gonna, if there's a time where he's gonna be prickly, like five minutes after the game, right? Yeah, yeah. fair enough. Exactly. I, I stand with Gareth. <clears throat> yeah, fair. Hashtag. Get on t-shirt. Yeah, <laughs> Southgate or Bale. <laughs> not not Southgate. That stupid vest thing he's got going on, and little slug. Oh, yeah. on. That's that's Gary. It's a waistcoat. <laughs> we going home soon. All right, buddy. Yeah. All righty. Last one here is uh, Lukaku wants to be with the big names. Yes. Josh, what's this all about? So I caught this one just before the show, actually. I don't know if you guys are across it, but it was a statement from Lukaku, I think in an interview. I think I did see this one. Yeah, about wanting to be... So here's this, the quote. He said, when people talk about Lewandowski, Benzema, Suarez, Kane, they say it's a world-class level. With me, it's always about good form. And he says, I belong in that group. Thoughts? Nah. Does he have a point? No, that's, touch out. <laughs> that's what my point was. One... Okay, if you do a season like you've had the last season for the next four years, then we'll talk. But also, then we'll talk. We won't say you're in that league because also, I don't think you're quite as good as them. Well, that that's the thing. Um, you can't do it for a season and then say, "Oh, I'm the same as them." Because it, all it those players, fun. yeah, all those players you mentioned have done it for a sustained period of time, and that's why yeah. they are who they are. Yeah, I mean, exactly. even if, if you look at someone in the same league that he plays in, like Immobile, who's been banging in twenty goal plus seasons for. Oh, like it's like he's he's done about three or four now, mm. and I don't think anyone's putting him in the same class as Suarez, Lewandowski, no. or any of those. So it'll be tough for to put Lukaku straight in there. I mean, he did he did well at his couple like seasons at United, and he's done it at a couple of the smaller clubs in the Premier League. But yeah, I think he needs to do it for like two to three more years at Inter or another big club to yeah then break be some in. records. Yeah, because those he's guys still, all broke multiple records. It, he's still a lot younger than those guys as well. Yeah. He's only yeah. won one title really, hasn't he? Yeah. yeah. And is it too harsh to say that they've got more strings to their bow than Lukaku? A hundred percent. Players he rattled off like Kane can lay on a goal, Lewandowski can you know make a move to get someone in space. Suarez 
can do anything on Wait, his Wait, 100% day. is too harsh, Josh, or 100% it's fair? I think he's just a goal. He's a goal scorer. He's a really good goal scorer. He's good at holding the ball up and kicking the yeah. ball and running fast, yeah. I just don't think – I don't think I think his game's like – he's good at what he does, but he's not in – I don't think he's in that echelon of player. Not yeah. yet. His yeah. athleticism um, is much greater than his football skill. Yeah, yep. it's like ninety percent of his game. I'll mm. touch on that later in the in the overview Ooh. of the Belgium game. <laughs> a bit of a taste on that up. one. All right. Yeah. 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 All right. Let's on that on. note, we'll uh, we'll move on to some transfer news. So, first one here is uh, Rui Patricio is set to move after Euros. Now, we we uh, brought this to light a couple episodes ago, and he's a potential. Yeah, we we broke the story. Yeah. <laughs> and. Uh, he was on his potential move to Roma and it looks all set to go through. Everything's agreed. They're just waiting till after the Euros for it to happen. And now that he's out, I'd say it's probably going to happen even I can confirm now. this, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that is uh, looking like it's going ahead. You boys still still happy with this one or good move yeah, good for, for Roma? Both. Great, move, great move for Roma. Um, sad news for the Prem. Yeah. 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 yeah we'll so touch on him later all- as well. So apparently they've, they've already lined up a um, a replacement as well. And I think it's Jose Sosa from Olympiacos, another Portuguese player, probably uh, managed by Jorge Mendes. So who would have thought? Who would have thought? All right. They, did, they didn't think of getting the um, Hungarian keeper in. Um, Chuck no, they, they should have. They should have. All righty. Next one uh, is no war chest for Ancelotti. So Ancelotti has been told, apparently, this is rumors, that uh, he will not be able to sign any big names unless it is uh, unless Mbappe or Holland become available. And it may not even be big names. It might be no signings unless it's one of those two. So, is this a good move by Madrid? So essentially what they're saying is um, we've either got 150 million or <laughs> For one player. Nothing. Yeah, <laughs> for one player or zero pound. They're saving um, up. They're saving up. Yeah, so you can have 150 million pounds or nothing. Yeah. Also, Ramos is at the door. Varane's injury prone. Yeah. And good luck with the rest well, of the Ancelotti, Ancelotti's like, oh, I've got this 10 million um, euro snip um, from <laughs> from uh, the French league. He's like, nah, not in the budget. <laughs> Is his name Mbappe? Is there yeah, 15 of them? We'll take them. Yeah, they got Mbappe <laughs> on layby. Yeah, exactly. All righty, and the last one here is uh, Billy Gilmore, Jobber's favorite player. Is looks like he's on his way to Norwich on loan. Good so move. What do, what do we yeah. think as of his career? Good move. He'll be back. Yeah, yeah. I think good move for Billy. He's going to get more game time, um, and I think it works for everyone. It works for Chelsea mm. um, as well. Yeah, yeah. Is a piss all too low for Billy, but? Like, it'll be what? like a, it'll be a very attritional at Norwich because you know they'll be defending be like, for long periods. It'll be like playing Scotland. Be like playing at Scotland. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah, it's well, fine. I mean, he um he uh he probably would have been better if Norwich was still in the championship because they actually play some nicer football and could he'd have more <laughs> of the ball. Like Oliver Skip did last year from Tottenham, who they who got like player of the season for Norwich. Yeah, but yeah. if you're if you're Chelsea, you've got to be careful on where you um send him or where you accept the the loan going out because like it has to be low enough where he's going to play all the time and, and almost walk into the team because you don't want him going down there and having to sort of fight for his position because the whole reason he's leaving um, to go out on loan is to get some game time. So you don't want him to go to, say, I don't know, like a Spurs. mid-table team like Spurs yeah. and um, and <laughs> and he's getting held out of the team <laughs> by Suzuko. Do you know what I mean? It's just not going to do anyone any good. Yeah. Yeah. Not right. I saw him. So uh, moving from players that are moving to different clubs. Let's talk about players that are moving to different careers Ooh. and go to the question Ooh, what a of the, the pod. Yeah, cheers. I've been working on that all day. Um, 
Which is your favourite player turned pundit? We'll start with you, Sean. Uh, one. one. Remember one. Yeah, this is one. Um, but I do have some absolute zinger quotes, so you yes. might just have to um, hang oh, tight here. So it. Um, it is Michael Owen, um, yeah, and it's Michael Owen by a long, long way. Um, I'll, I'll rattle off a couple of quotes here, and I'll, I'll ask you boys what, what your favourite <laughs> one is. Um, first one is, he looks like a footballer. That, that's good. <laughs> yeah. When, <laughs> number, explanatory. number two, when they don't score, they hardly ever win. <laughs> that's about Liverpool, for sure. <laughs> they need to kick it in the net more often. <laughs> he has legs. You need to have legs in this day and age. You can't play in the midfield and not have any legs. <laughs> I think you've been a bit harsh. It's, that's got to be out of context. And, then, and the last one is um, Die Hard is not a Christmas film. <laughs> oh, con- that's the most controversial out of all of them. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, all right. So, that's, that's what's got everyone offside. Um, Die yeah. Hard is not a Christmas film is the worst quote agreed by the pod. Bloody hell. That's uh, uh, fair. I, I'm, I'm a bit part- impartial to a bit of Michael Owen from time to time, so I appreciate that. For a number of reasons, uh, well, Barney, what what do you got if you had to pick one? I mean, there's so many out there. No, they so, so many, great. so many good ones. I mean, yeah, Michael Owen's a classic. I mean, uh, I like the the modern day uh, pundit of Mika Richards. Mm. I feel like he's quite balanced because he's in touch with the modern football, but he's also can relate to someone like Roy Keane. But well spoken on Roy Keane, I think he has to be the best, uh, <laughs> yeah. the best player. Yeah, that's who I've got, Barney. Absolutely. And in the in light of what Shawno's done, I've got a few classic quotes from uh, <laughs> from Roy here. Some some good ones. So just on a short, nice short one on uh, Alpha Inga Harland, who is oh, no. Erling Harland's dad. He just said all he said on him was was an absolute prick to play against. Oh, <laughs> he said he said uh, that on TV. Or yeah, like, is yeah. he tweeting? Oh, it's on TV. On TV. <laughs> Is uh, dig at Rio Ferdinand. He said, just because you were paid 120000 a week and play well for 20 minutes against Tottenham, you think you're a superstar. That was a good one. And he had a classic one this morning on GR Felix. He got this one in just after the game. He said, he said, that that guy's an imposter. Your country needs you. He comes in, hit the target, $100 million. If I was Ronaldo, I'd be going after him in the dressing room. <laughs> and you are all around fighting. He always wants to go after someone in the dressing room after they've had a bad game. But that's the best part about him. He's not saying that to say, like, you know, cause a stir and just say, like, he, he was like, I would actually go after him. Like, <laughs> yeah. he's not joking about that at all. <laughs> what about, yeah. I was going to say, honorable, honorable mention to Gary Lineker as well. He just seems like a really nice guy. Yeah, yeah, he's pretty switched on. Yeah. Jabba, what about you? No, nah, boy, you... I've gone. I, I was tossing up between John Aloisi. Oh, <laughs> oh tactics, boy. Luke, Fuck Luke off, Luke John. Bushy. But I had to go with Roy Keane. I um, expressed my disappointment when I got back in the country oh. as to the quality of country. And I love Roy because, <laughs> like, every time he gets on there, too, he's got something that's really got to be in his bonnet. And sometimes he gets lost for words. Like last year when he was talking about David De Gea, and he's going, De Gea, bloody. Like, and you just see him, you just can't talk anymore. And then Mika Richards has to come in with a joke. But I want to give a quote as well from Roy Keane um, about Tottenham. That's in oh, Tottenham's yeah. DNA. They will constantly yeah. disappoint you. The table doesn't lie. Nines. That's, that's where they deserve to be. <laughs> Who have you got, Halsey? Uh, yeah, so I, I did quite like Roy Keane. I've gone for a similar vein, and it's more like a. Roy Keane with a touch of dementia, and that's Graham Sunez. Sunez, yeah. <laughs> so I'll, I'll fire off a couple. Yeah, yeah. So I, it's Soft obviously drink, not because yeah, he's quality punditry. It's the fact that he's so senile 
and old school, but still maintains the job. So um, it's really impressive in a way. So a couple of quotes here from him. Uh, the players who have more great games than other players are the great players. That's just that's just logically correct. And this one here, I don't know who he was talking about actually, but it could be a number of players. The quote is: "With a body like he has, I want to bully, be a bully. I want him to be a bully, but he's too nice. He's a perfect son-in-law material, but I don't want a team of son-in-laws." Oh, what? <laughs> Imagine being his daughter. She's like, "What are you talking about?" Because <laughs> I'm so... his daughter. I don't get it's it. all over the shop. I just, yeah, I don't know. So, um, yeah, I just love he's a wild card because, like, I don't know. You just you just never know what you're going to get with him. So I, I find that quite entertaining. All right, boys, oh, let's get God. into the football. So, yeah. first first one on the chopping block, Wales nil, Denmark four. Sean, I know you had high hopes for Wales, especially when Gareth pulled the trigger early, but um, after that, it was all the Danes. Yeah, well, I thought they started okay. Um, Wales, probably the first 20 minutes, I thought they were lively. I think um, mm, Bale had a, had a decent strike, um, and I think they sort of had a little bit of the play as well, um, a lot more so. Did than, anyone else think that was in from Gareth? When he hit it, yeah. See, worked pretty early. You know how he hit it. You know he hit it, and it, yeah, it did. As you say, Halsey, it took that swerve. It come like into out. Mm. Whereas normally, when he hits those on his left, he comes in and he, and he hits it like on the inside of his foot and has more whip. Starts yeah. it outside the post and then drags it back in. So I thought his technique was a, a little off. Maybe he tried to hit it a little bit too hard. But like as soon as he took the ball up in that spot and took and went forward. I was like, oh, no, here we go. This is like classic Bay, all right, drifting in and just about mm. to whack it. But, yeah, I thought they were bright early. Um, but, yeah, obviously the, the game turned from there. After the first 20 minutes, it was all Danes. The defending yeah. after that was absolutely oh shit. Did you see that third goal? Uh, I saw all Denmark? of them. I thought, I've got a note here. Like the first one, there's not much you can do about it. Like Dahlberg gets inside, bends it around. That's pretty Maybe nice. get a little tighter to him, but, yeah, yeah. Well, it's still yeah, a great yeah. goal. But then after that, it was just oh, the shit. Second, like, the it's like they goal. forgot the pitch existed outside of goal to goal. Bale like, was a huge outside, liability. Yeah, anyone uh, outside yeah. of that was just unmarked completely. It was mm. just embarrassing. There was one bit on the third goal specifically where I, cause I couldn't identify the players immediately, but the ball gets switched out to like the right winger for Denmark. And the player that's in shot, I assumed was the centre back for, for Wales. It turned out it was the left back. It was Ben Davies had come so far inside and there was just the entire right side of the field was just free and Bale was like nowhere to be seen. He was in 20 yards of space when he got that switch. Oh, yeah. Like he picks up the switch on the top right of the box. He's in like 20 yards of space. That's unreal. That's the problem if you're not threatening. Uh, if Wales aren't threatening you going forward, then Bale's basically like non-existent because mm. he's, he's, not, he's not chasing. And he chases back most when he plays for Wales. So that's the, that's the problem. He's, that's like when he's going to be working the most and he's not working. So, yeah. But what... What do you guys make of uh, Darmsgaard, the young Danish guy, his hairline? Boah, that is oh, Careful, mate. We don't want to have to yeah, issue yeah. an apology. He's, not, he's 19. Less Scott-esque, yeah. He's 19. He's got a serious widow's peak creeping in. The poor fellow. I feel sorry for him. Great player, but terrible hairline. It's a big old five head. Um, <laughs> so Denmark started with a, a back three, um, and then I think when they were you know, getting um, – like pressed or pushed on to by Wales, they went to a back four and they moved um, Christensen from right side centre back of a three into the centre of the midfield and he was drifting around Ramsey a lot yeah, yeah. Um, and they went to a back four and as soon as they did that, that sort of flipped the game on its head. Hmm. They just followed Ramsey everywhere, didn't he, and just shut him down. Yeah, so I read something before the game that um, 
the most chances created in the last couple of Euros, um, and including this one, was um, Ramsey or Bale. Yeah, it was the best partner, the most chances created by a created partnership. By the partnership, yeah, for each yeah, other. Yeah, really? Which is ridiculous. Yeah. That yeah, those balls over to yeah. Turkey. Yeah, against Dyak. Turkey. I mean, it was three in the Turkish game, probably more. Yeah. Here's an interesting stat from Denmark. So um, I think there's, there's nine players who've completed five or more dribbles in the tournament so far, and four of those nine players are from Denmark. Yeah, that was, that was impressive. The ball. Yeah, yeah, they, they just, successfully. Yeah, they just press so hard as well, and they just and like I saw someone talk about how they're such a well balanced team. Yeah, like we yeah. talked about how good they are defensively, and they just there's no like you you sort of struggle to find where you'd break down that team. Hmm. Like this well, is so well well drilled. Well, there's sort of like a lot of role players, and when yeah. that's the case, everyone sort of stays in their lane and does what they're supposed to do. Yeah, um, mm. as opposed to like. Um, Portugal, where it's sort of lopsided, everything like everyone knows where the ball's going, where yeah. where it's going to get d- delivered to. So I think yeah. when they're a little bit more balanced like that, there's more like threat coming across the the whole of their team. Like, if, say for example, if you're defending against them, um, yeah, there's less, there's sort of more guys to worry about as opposed to less. I think what's even more shocking is um, so like obviously they lost Ericsson first game. He's their like most creative force and one of their best attacking threats. They lose Poulsen for this game, their starting striker, and Dolberg's in, and Dolberg has not been in good form, I mean, for a lot, lot of years. And I was like, seriously, where are they going to get some goals from? They still put four past Wales. Like, yeah, pretty impressive to score four, and even Dolberg to bag a couple after not being in the best form of his career. But that, that second goal was, like, gifted. Oh, yeah. Defending, yeah. holy shit. Like, yeah. he, just, he basically like, laid it on bad. for Dolberg to tuck mm, up yeah. the second, like. If you if you're yeah. not if you're a bit like low on confidence and low on strikers, and Wales give you chances like that, like that's exactly what you need. One hundred percent. I felt sorry for um, uh, uh, Brathwaite's goal. So he scored the last goal, and you just think that like three nil. He just made it four in injury time. You can really go over and celebrate, <laughs> but the flag goes up, and he's like, oh, has to know, wait. Yeah. yeah. So, and then he's like, oh, you know, he sort of puts his head down and trots back. And then it goes to VR and then gets waved on that it actually was a goal. And then he just like, he tries to like do this like half celebration yeah. thing. But like, I don't know, gone. isn't that's one of the that's one of the sad things about VR that takes away that moment. Like imagine the joy that it like run through his body and your body. Yeah. Where if you score that fourth goal, like yeah. your shirt has to come off. And you I'll just hold that thought because we'll revisit that for our Nadovich. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, the last thing we about this one was, do you think Harry Wilson deserves a red card? Yeah, oh, I was going to ask. Let the yeah. boys go. Yeah, 100%. No, red card. Got him not hardly. Not a red. even got him at being hot. Yeah, it's a yellow at most. He's so far behind the ball. <laughs> yeah, but it's <laughs> just a so knee. It's knee on knee. There's no studs and stuff. It's just a professional He got, he got off the ground. No, nah, that's a strawberry all day. Both feet. Yeah, yeah. yellow yeah, card. I, I, hope he gets, I hope he gets quite a long <laughs> suspension, to be honest. All right, let's move <laughs> on. So, but he's definitely going to miss the rest of the tournament. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, go on, um, <laughs> All right, Italy 2, Austria 1. This one was quite surprising, wasn't it? Yeah, for sure. Was anyone else really impressed with the Austrians' physicality? For the most part, yeah. Mm. I, I think so. Was... And even after that sort of barrage from Italy in the first half, they sort of shored things up a bit more defensively and really made it hard for Italy to break them down. Were you surprised mm. Locatelli got dropped? Oh, my, that was, that was, that's on my yeah. list. I was like, how do you drop Locatelli? Locatelli has been their best player um, so far this tournament, but, and he gets left out. I think if you're Locatelli, you're thinking, geez, that, that's harsh, harsh, I think. Yeah. That's done that's, so well. He almost scored the, as soon as he came on, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. That's the problem with having someone like 
Verratti coming back from injury in that team and he's like mm. your star midfielder is that you're going to force him in wherever you can and then yeah. it comes at the detriment of someone like Locatelli who's been their best player probably all tournament. Verratti yeah. was very good, but in his, oh, like, yeah. you bring him in, he's world-class and he yeah. played world-class game. Um, <laughs> what about Chiro Mobley's strike? Oh, Will you see yeah, a better that was strike? nice. Oh, oh, you wanted it to go in for him, didn't you? I definitely oh. did. I've got him for the golden boot. Um, but like, <laughs> the keep, I love it when someone hits a ball like that and it just dips so beautifully and the keeper's like, oh, shit, it, I'm done here. That, that's the yeah. best part. The keeper just rooted to the spot, just turning <laughs> his head, it. just going, oh, <laughs> this is going, yeah. it's going to talk on it. But if that had gone in, preferably like clipped the post and, yeah. and rolled across the back of the net. Or smashed Ooh. against a crossbar, gone down, and then into and the roof in. of the net. We're talking, touch the net we're, yeah. we're talking all-time great European goals. Yeah, yeah, yeah that definitely is. One of the all-time great European goals did not come for <laughs> Marco and Arnautovic. Holy <laughs> shit, I enjoyed this whole... So, Oliver okay. comes in with like the Ronaldo-esque leap. Arnautovic is a touch offside. He does not give a shit. He is abusing every person he can <laughs> and like, their mother. make eye contact with at this point. I oh, called this. That's a baby. I, Leave it alone. <laughs> I, I called this. I said, I, I said, Italy will win and Arnautovic will score and he'll gob off to someone. Yeah. <laughs> he gobbed off to the whole stadium. Is that karma for sure? It's got to be. Yeah. Oh, it was so good to see it um, like taken off for him as well. He's such a prick. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I think it's great. Nah. Like, I want more players. Like, Var, as Sean we want more like, racists on the field. Whoa, <laughs> that's a pretty wild accusation. Um, but as Sean said, like, it takes away the celebration a little bit. It does not take it from Arnautovic. He's just No, well, that happened. It ha- he's happened in reverse. Do you know what I mean? Where yeah, the goal yeah. got, you know what I mean? I'm talking about a situation where the guy doesn't get the chance to celebrate because the flag went up. But, yeah, but Shorto, I, like, I, think, I think it's better if you have it ruled out immediately because then you don't celebrate and then it's taken away and then you get given back. Like yeah. I'd rather I'd rather have it take away immediately. Yeah, but again but again it didn't get taken away. It was a goal. That's what I'm saying. He didn't yeah, get no, the yeah, yeah, it, but, it, but, was the offside, but they put the offside flag up as soon as it went in. Yeah, no, but Sean's saying like Yeah, let that go to VAR, yeah. Like let him celebrate. Like it's that it's the same decision, pretty much the same margins. Essentially, either way, but that one lines up, puts it up straight away, and one doesn't. Doesn't? Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. So, but it, it, anyway, that, like, I think if you're um, Arnautovic, you know that, like, you're like, oh, I was right on his shoulder then. Maybe I should turn. Should I turn this celebration shit. down? No, turn it, it up. Yeah. <laughs> turn it up. Do, do you reckon he should have went back and apologized after he got just followed the same path? Like, and just yeah. like, sorry, sorry. <laughs> no, I thought. I thought what he was going to have to do is at the end of the game is um come out and say um he actually has a lot of Italian. Friends. I was waiting for that. <laughs> yeah, no, I was waiting for that. <laughs> oh, oh, He's just taking the piss. All right, so back, back to the football boy. So um, opening goal from Enrico Chiesa. Nice bit of composure there from the young man. His father played in the Euros with uh, Mancini, I believe. Yes. Mm. So 25 years later, um, after his dad scored, he scored. That's pretty yeah. cool. Bad Great defending. Guys. I really enjoyed the composure from like such a young player. Just brought it down and yeah. pushed it home. Because yeah, yeah. that first touch was on his head, not his chest either. That's tough yeah. to cushion on your head. Well, I thought he'd wasted that after that. I thought if yeah. he doesn't get it down on his chest, he's not going to be able to volley it. But, yeah. I mean, then, yeah, the defender came off. flying through. And a, just it's so it. awkward to deal with that ball. Yeah. yeah. Again, for Italy, they their two goals come from their two subs. Like yeah. just showing yeah. the depth in their the squad and how good yeah. they, their players are filling in positions and they come on. Mancini and Gianluca Viali doing the job. 
<laughs> How yeah, good is it when they score and the whole like Mitchie's on the sideline and the whole back staff all in their grey suits and they're all about sixty plus just yeah. beam down the stairs yeah. straight towards Mancini. Um, none of them have gone the um, Jose Mourinho knee slide in the Armani suits too because yet that <laughs> I imagine there's a yet. Dry cleaning bill coming out of there. Yeah, yeah. Need some knee pads but on that. Persina did do us the favour. Was that the celebration of the tournament? I've really enjoyed like, the dead you don't fish. see enough of the face like, yeah. yeah, like just <laughs> straight in there. The dead fish celebration. LB, LB right stick. Yeah, 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 it was LB right, yeah. Classic. Yeah, no, I, I <laughs> what I thought was actually better than maybe that celebration. Did you see Bellotti's tackle on a lava? Oh, yeah. that was tackle? nice. I appreciate Classic. that a lot. Yeah. And from a, like an attacking player, that's, that's even more impressive. That's yeah. a man doing it for the team. But yeah. As Barney said, two goals from um, substitutes for Italy shows the strength and depth in their squad. So they get up 2-1. So let's move on to what I think was probably the surprise of the uh, knockouts so far. So Netherlands nil, mm. Czech Republic 2. I'm really, really excited to talk about this one. Is this where um, our multi fell down? Yeah, our, our, our multi was heavily attached to the arms. Yeah. Um, so, so that $60 million flop um, cost us all a lot of money. So, boys, let, let, like, let's talk about this. So, Netherlands, is that a pass mark for them? Are, are you happy if you're the Netherlands? No, nah, um, not if you're GDP. No, not either. at all. Especially the way you went out. Like, it's not even just that you went out. It's the way you went out as well. I mean, like, we talk about it as being a shock, but was it really that big a shock? Like, I could, easiest I, group. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like, the, like seeing Netherlands go out against Czech Republic, who are like a genuine team and work together mm-hmm. well. Like, it was, it was like bad for Netherlands, but I'm like, it's not surprising. We all said that they haven't been convincing enough in the games leading up to this, and I mean, we we're proven right. They weren't convincing to that that match at all, as particularly no. when Aldum had uh, what was it, ten passes the whole game, which is the least by a Dutch player and outfield player so, ever. Yeah, like. Ten passes—that is outrageous. From the form yeah. that he's coming in, attacking midfield, some, yeah. I, I guarantee something's wrong with him in that game. Both he, goals. Did you see how they were both sort of his? Not fully his fault, but he was soft on both of them. a hundred percent. The 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 first goal that um, or was it the second one where he, he got, got beaten back his, post? Second, the yeah. first second, one. Second one was he was soft. He was very. He soft should. He had to foul him though. The guy was coming in hot, so, so he, but, he yeah. had to foul him. I think as as much as um has been made of um Dumfries as well. I, I think he dealt with that very poorly. So when when Aldum steps forward onto that, Dumfries has to stay. Do you know oh, what I mean? Yeah, Dumfries yeah, yeah. stepped as well, and when Aldum stepped, and they both got beaten to the ball, and then that, hence that, that huge space that that opened mm. up. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think he. So had, Frank Debor made a rod for his own back at the start of the tournament. So he's like, "We're going to play three five two. I'm a three five two manager. Everyone knows the Dutch play four three three. When I was watching them, I felt like they were all slightly confused. Yeah, and they weren't. Like they wanted to pull back. In yeah, the they wanted to pull back. Delete again. Like, didn't really know where he was, and like, I just felt like he went away from everything that they know about football, and they're all a little bit lost. Okay. The entire <laughs> tournament. I, I don't know, man. I, I think I, I feel as though you're saying that because of they're out the their most recent game. But I mean, you didn't say that when they um, won all three games and were top of their group. Do I was you know unimpressed. What I mean? With their, their performance entirely throughout the group stage. I said yeah. that in the previous one. I said I don't the know. easiest I... group and I was like, well, I just don't think they're going to be – like they're just but... not that good. Yeah, I don't know. I just think that um, there wasn't a lot of people saying that when they were um, – they they won all three of their games um, and um, scored eight goals in, in their group and were, were top and went through. 
So yeah, I, just I think it's a bit it's a bit cheeky for those people to be saying, oh, you know, you the, so. the three, yeah, the three at the back never worked or it was never going to work or something like that. Well, hang on, tell tell me that after nine game after they've won um, their group, and then I'm like, okay, that's probably an insight. But I mean, just to say it after they got knocked out and they got their best player sent off is a bit cheeky. Yeah, we wouldn't expect much more from you, Job. I, I, um, I don't think, I don't think <laughs> like, the formations that it, the it's wrong. It's just the execution that they went about it. Like there was one stage where Dumfries received a through ball from like the left back at like deep in the left wing. Like he'd run from right back over to left wing and rec- and was running in, into the box. Like yeah. it was mm. his posi- it was like all over the place. And it was I think it's just the the way they execute. There's plenty of teams in this tournament who are playing. Like three at the back, like three, five, two, and making it work. And after after Delic got sent off, they went to four at the back. Mm. Yeah, it's been There's late a, for it after that, but also the first time uh, the Dutch haven't registered a shot on target since stats started being tracked in the eighties. Yeah, Jeez, that was that, that was a, that was a couple of euros. That was a yeah. crazy stat. And yeah. the, uh, the other good stat on that game was the Netherlands have been shown four red cards at the Euros. Yeah, and all been against Czechoslovakia or the Czech Republic. That's so funny. Uh, Something so political going on there. Should we Something deep dive political. into the delict incident? I think we have yeah, to. Let's, let's go. Yeah, there's a lot game. to unpack. It's a career's worth of uh, mistakes in one like five second window. <laughs> that was bad. So was long, long, long ball mistake number one. Let it bounce. Yep. <laughs> mistake number two. Let repeat, it bounce twice. Repeat that. Yeah. Turn no, and, and turn your back so you're square on facing backwards to the fence. Okay, so what? What do? You, why do you think he turned his back? Do you reckon he was turning to go knock it back to the keeper, or he just like had a brain fade? I think he was trying to get his body in between the. Um, was it Schick who was tracking? Yeah, him down? Schick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think he was trying to get his body in between him and, and the ball, um, I, and then fell over. I felt like initially he felt like he was like in enough space to play it out almost. Like the way yeah. he sort of turned, he looked like he was like, "Oh, I'll play I can it let out it from bounce. Here. Yeah, let yeah. it bounce, but I can play out." But then he's like. Oh shit! I've got this horribly wrong, and then Schick and then I think he thought Schick, Yeah, I think he thought then, and the second bounce, he thought as he was turning, it seemed like he thought Schick was going to get to it before him, so he didn't commit to to getting it before the bounce. Yeah, and then by the time he realised he still had a second chance at it, he then turned and slipped, and then instead of even at that point, it's still redeemable. I thought just fall into Schick's legs and yeah. take them out. It's a regular foul. Well, put your leg out. Like, yeah, yeah. So just don't grab uh, the ball. Oh, I agree. After after all of the mistakes, um, and then he's gone. He's in the situation where he's like, I need to either foul him or handball this. Otherwise, mm. they're through on goal. I mean, do a more subtle handball. But a foul, yeah. a foul, do a salmon trip yourself over and fall over. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a clumsy, a clumsy foul, and he's still on the pitch. Yeah, yeah. Or, or like, um, spin volley and and miss it and hit it with your hands. Something like. <laughs> I think yeah. there's, there's more spin, subtle ways to do it than a little sneaky. Um... Spin ball is the highest degree of difficulty. <laughs> he's already on the ground at this stage as well. No, he's going down. I'm saying if he's making that decision at that point, just do what you do, Barney. Yeah, like have an air swing and hit it with your hand. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I think air swings look good. Just the sad thing is... it over him and like you're out. It's not, it's not, not hard. In the first the uh, first half before that, he, he made an amazing like he was two v one at the far post um, against two Czech players that were were coming through, and so, he, he forced them one way and then made the block blocking slide tackle. It was amazing. So um, yeah. Josh's mentor and um, favorite football <laughs> pundit John Aloisi had that <laughs> um, that little bit of play put up on his little uh, 
iPad, the tactics board or whatever. Yeah. And he's like, oh, look how good his body position is here. And he's like facing the wrong way. <laughs> I was like, I don't know, John. This is like everything you should not teach a kid. John um, comes from the perspective of the striker. Yeah. And, and yeah. obviously, like, it's he's in a difficult situation at that point. It's, it's 2v1 and they're inside his box. And, uh, yeah, he made, a, he made a good decision to... To go that way and close down a shot, made a really good tackle in the end. But yeah, John was pointing out his body shape, and I was like, "Oh, I don't know, John. He's playing the yeah. wrong way." No, no, yeah, the last stitch effort was was the yeah, good bit, and that yes. was about it. So all of this happened as well in the same minute that Netherlands missed a clear one-on-one oh. chance oh, with Marlon. Good keep, good keeping, and just bad decision from Marlon to it, well, yeah. to do that. Go, Halsey. I was going to say so. So Marlon takes the touch. Um, and and burst through with lightning pace. The last defender does he slip on purpose to save no, pace? He, he clipped his feet. Uh, yeah, no, or yeah. yeah, but did or did he go down on purpose because he knew he was going to get blasted for pace? So he's like, I'll slip, so not going to excuse. I reckon he clipped beaten. him. Yeah, a little bit, but enough to go down. <laughs> what do you reckon? I, I think I think Doesn't he's like much. he's thinking, geez, I can't deal with this. Um, yeah. in the review session that we're going to do tomorrow. Um, I'll slip over and uh, is there a sniper out there? He's, he's yeah, like, I can't, he, I can't but, reach the ball from here to pat it back. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's gonna fucking bow me out. The the pundits were discussing the one on one chance, and and some of them were split between great save and and you know poor finishing. What, what's bit of both? One? Bit of both. Yeah, I'd rather just hit that. I don't like going around the keeper when oh, you that, don't need I'm to. saying poor finishing. Yeah, that needs yeah. to go. Yeah. yeah, I'm saying great. I'm great save. I just thought it was. Big, it was. Big, it was great keeping. Composure from the keeper there, and he chose the right time to go down. Like. There's yeah, he didn't go down too early. No. Yeah, like a lot of keepers mm. go down very early and it makes it obvious where to go. I would have, had, time so... I would have had him dinked by then, I feel. Yes, I couldn't believe how fast he looked when he broke through. Like, yeah. It was like it was many crazy. of like, boys. He, it was like he shot out of a cannon. <laughs> like everyone stood still and he just blasted through. The slip helped, helped obviously. Helps when no one's chasing you, yeah. <laughs> you're, but it was you're so, awfully fast so with statues around you. Yeah. No, it was very impressive. Let's talk about the goals then. So, um... Bit of bit of volleyball in the uh, Dutch eight and yard box, and then the tap home. The crowd went absolutely insane. Like I could feel that through my screen. Yeah, the, I can, I can, awesome and the commentators if too. You told, if yeah. you told me that was an England game, I would have easily been convinced that they were all England fans. They're, they're <laughs> as many sloppy rigs there as there are in an England, <laughs> England crowd. Yeah, boys on tour. And then, um, as you said before, a bit of a mix up between Dumfries and Wijnaldum, and the Czech player absolutely flies onto that. And then yeah. squares one up, and Schick, calm as you like, taps it home. Yep. Not surprised that Schick was on the end of it. No, game over, bitches. And then another nice celebration, runs over to the crowd and gives them the biggins. Yeah. So she, does uh, Schick get a move on the back of this tawny? You know how well, we not- said, um, was it last pod or the pod before, that someone was going to be the El Hadj Juf or the Hamed yeah. Rodriguez <laughs> of, the, of the tournament, <laughs> where they have a great tournament gets on? <laughs> There'll be a few, I reckon. I was reading an article just before this pod actually about how um, how badly Netherlands need a striker like Schick, and I was like, well, not really. Um, <laughs> no I think does. he's up by Leverkusen, so I think that's like a big enough club. But if Real Madrid don't have the war chest, no one else is like <laughs> sort of stupid enough yeah. to buy someone based off just one tournament. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he only moved there recently as well. He hasn't been there for take a bit of getting out then. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 exactly. But he's Chelsea looking very might. good and. Job, I'd just like to remind you, you said, where would Czech Republic get the goals from? Schick. And I Schick, said Patrick like, Schick, yeah. and it was Patrick Schick. So. Yeah. Um, we'll, come back to your, we'll come back to a couple of things you've said recently on the pod, but let's move oh, on. I don't know what you're talking about. So, um, <laughs> so Belgium won, Portugal nil. Uh, I was a little bit disappointed in this fixture, and I might be the only one. I just felt like 
like for the quality of players that were on show, this game could have been much better. Deserve more goals. Oh, yeah. 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 I feel yeah. as though because these two uh, big teams coming up against each other relatively early, that this was a little bit cagey. Very like it cagey, felt, yeah. It felt like a quarterfinal or semifinal in terms of caginess. Mm. Um, yeah. And both teams were a little bit scared um, initially of, of each other. Um, but I, I want to talk about um, Diaz's involvement in the goal again. So Pepe <laughs> presses up the field to um, step close to Hazard. And then Lukaku makes a run in behind Pepe. Diaz, who's a left-sided centre-back, tracks across over to that side and the play sort of breaks down. Pepe looks to recover his run, realises that Diaz is on the right-hand side, so he goes, that's fine, I'll go out on the left. Ball breaks down, ball goes to um, Hazard, poor man's Hazard. Thorgan. And, and, <laughs> a um, good one. And, and Diaz is so slow to step out and close him and he just takes that two yards that he needs and then... Yeah, well, that strike. I mean, that yeah, was also, moving what a, a fair what bit. a hit as well, though. Yeah, right? oh, yeah. That, that was that's he hit that like um you hit your um passes jobber. You know how you don't hit your passes <laughs> properly nice? and they yeah. they like, the laces? wobble everywhere. But that yeah. yeah, that was absolutely moving. And uh, <laughs> pa- Patricio yeah. um, had had yeah no chance. I mean, hell of a strike. Yeah, they were they were making out like uh, Patricio was was at fault for that goal. A few of the pundits now. Nah. I'm like, but the, like you look at where so because it swerves so late, he mm. commits to the right because like yeah. it hasn't curved yet. Then you got to sort of start to move. So he dips the shoulder right, and yeah. then obviously it swings left, and he's too far gone by that stage. And I was like, it's t- too well hit. To and everyone's watching it in like super slow mo, going, yeah, "Oh, yeah. you should have gone that way." But like Still when he's time. whacked it, yeah, that speed. <laughs> Live action, reckon, baby. It's coming to us. Roma are watching that and being like, mm. I don't know. Um, yeah. But what? So, what do you think about that from um, Diaz? Did Did anyone notice that from Diaz? That he was a bit slow to step out there. Was it just me? It, no, it's yeah. I think, he did I think see- you're right. It's the second time this tournament where I've been like, he's really slow. Yeah, yeah. and slow and reacting. Slow he was. Yeah, like well, he his, doesn't his, seem to his, predict. His pace was the issue against Benzema when it got slipped in behind, yeah. and then his reaction speed here, which is slightly different, obviously, um, mm. was the issue. Yeah, I, I don't think he's had a good tourney at all, considering nah. the year he had. Maybe just coming off the, the year he had, I was like, oh, maybe I should pay a bit more closer attention to this guy, but I haven't been impressed. But if you look at him and Phil Foden, like there's two players who play in like a very regimented system, and then when they go to the national team, it doesn't seem to be quite as... Fluent for them, like I wonder not if they're so, like, so pep. Yeah, they're pep, so pep, and not indoctrinated that it's hard to go somewhere else. Where like pep might do a lot of the thinking for them. Yeah, well, I think um, for Diaz at least. I mean, how much defending is he actually doing at Man City? Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, what yeah. I mean, they, they leave games with eighty percent possession all the time. So, I mean, yeah. So there's twenty percent of the game that he's actually defending, and then how many of those situations are? Um, that team sort of deep in their own half because they're getting pressed so so tightly. So, I mean, yeah. how many like um, you know decisions, critical decisions, is he making? Um, whether to you know track a man into a space, um, yeah. or to push up and get someone offside, or yeah, to make a clearance or whatever. Like, I don't think he's making those decisions that many times. I, th- nah. I think he's also he's known quite well as being a bit of a leader on the in the pitch in the back line. And I think. Going into that team, if you look at that back line, like I think Pepe's the leader there and he'd mm. be running the show and maybe that sort of yeah. that sort of puts him out of sorts as well. He's not in his usual position of he's running the show and people are dictated where he he is, so then he dictates where everyone else is, where now he's the one who's getting told where to go and he's not used to it. Or, or when, he's a, factor. when he's a big talker and a big leader like that, potentially what he's doing is solving problems further up the pitch so then when it gets to him, the, the problem's already gone away. Yeah. Um, and then mm. when, when that doesn't work or doesn't happen, 
Um, he's left to solve the problem and he hasn't come up with the answer so far this tournament. What did, what did you think of the Portugal lineup? I was pretty happy seeing um, Matinho and Renato Sanchez back in and uh, Paulinho come in as well. I thought that was good for them and it, it paid off. Like Sanchez was almost probably yeah, best on, so I'd good. say. Yeah. Yeah. He, looks, he looked really good. Really up for it too. Yeah, I think yeah. He, he brings some like drive into their midfield or yeah. as Michael yeah. Owen would say, some legs into legs, their, lots of legs. midfield. Um, He's a footballer. But yeah. Jobber, what did you think of the, the guy who looks a lot like a rat um, being left on the bench, uh, Fernandes? Felix. Yeah, what's oh, a dish? Yeah, yeah hey. he's had a really he's had a poor <laughs> tournament, hasn't he? Um, he but has. in, in his defence, like Bernardo Silva really struggled. Like, I think he was the worst player on the pitch, to be honest. Um, they brought Fernandes on, and at least he gave a little bit of life. Him and Jao Felix, like, they weren't great, but they gave a little bit more as Portugal mm. pushed. But, yeah, really disappointing from Bruno Fernandes. It just didn't gel. The subs for Portugal were good. Another yeah. Bruno Bruno put a lot of good crosses into the box, I will admit. Like, sometimes when he came on, he put on yeah. a lot of good crosses, and like, just no one got on I the end of it. I suppose that's... That's like you want him to do that, but that's not really what you want him to do. Like you want him close around the goal, creating those like little slight balls in and behind. It just didn't. I don't know. It just but, didn't happen for him at all this tournament. Yeah, well, game, that's why. I think those those <laughs> slip, those slip passes you're talking about, um, job can happen if he starts the game and the game's a little bit more open. I think by the time he comes on, um, their Belgium have, have already got their goal. Um, you know, they've they've folded in to the point where they're running almost five at the back and there's no spaces for those slip passes. So then yeah. he goes, Fernandez goes out where the room is, which is inevitably out wide. Um, mm-hmm. And that's why he's just, you know, just whipping balls in that, yeah, they're just trying to get Ronaldo on, on the end of, really. Still, Portugal did have a couple of chances there towards the end. I sort yeah, of felt like they might snatch one, yeah. um, but it just, it just didn't happen. And yeah, didn't they had um, the most shots in the tournament without scoring, 23 Mm. Didn't, the yeah, I didn't feel like they had good chances, but well, no, they, they had twenty three the and six and on target, four, four yeah, on target, four. So not many on target. Sorry, versus four and one on target. Yeah, um, and so they had the good chances were um, they they hit the post and then um, Diaz had a, had a header that went straight to um, Courtois, mm. which yeah. is powerful header connected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. straight. Should have scored, like um, honestly. It's so anywhere if, else. Yeah. Um, so if we're done sort of dissecting the more of the football um, content of, of this game. Um, I'd like to move to um, the cameraman who was <laughs> show for some reason he kept cutting to these three thickies, um, <laughs> all Portuguese ladies who were rather heavy set, and for some reason all wearing bike pants. Um, poor choice of clothing, given the structure of their bodies. Um, but the cameraman he's. Jesus, the, the cameraman didn't seem to mind. He was like cutting straight to him all the time. And um, those girls, they were they weren't like sitting down enjoying the game. They were up and about and jumping around enjoying the game. Passionate Portuguese yeah, fans. So they get the attention somehow. No, that's, yeah. that's fair. Interesting. Yeah, you know, you know, fat shame there. Sorry, Barney. You don't need to. <laughs> Get us back close to the football. So, um, Pepe got himself a yellow card. So, is that the last to have seen a Pepe in a Portugal shirt? Yeah, it's got he's Ask him an interview. Uh, All right, so the World Cup's only next year. Yeah, it'd be fine. I hope he makes it. I, I still think he's so good. He make and the World Cup, not the Euros, though. Ronaldo makes the World Cup. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course, well, he wins he's, it. He's still, the pace he's still got and the ground he still covers is, yeah, he, he's so, well class. He's not he, slowing he, down, I don't think. I read a stat this morning. So he yeah, I, read, I think I read the same one. Nine kilometers a game, the average for a striker is about 6.3. Yeah. What a fucking man. Oh, I he's think, an animal. Oh, yeah, I think there's some um, people just drawing the 
obvious thing, or but it's not even obvious because it's not true, I suppose. But just making the assumption that, or oh, he's older now, he won't run as much, he doesn't do as much work up top, he just mm. sits there, which um, I suppose is true for like every other player who's ever <laughs> sort of got to that age and, and had that career that, or even close to a career that Ronnie's had. But um, he doesn't seem to be doing that. I think if you watch the games, he, he works harder than any other player when there's a sniff of a chance. If the ball gets played out wide and he's on the halfway line, that sprint will just be absolutely electric to get himself into the box. If he thinks there's a half chance of uh, of a goal, um, you won't see a bloke work harder. Yeah, just do yeah. the, the other uh, photo of Wayne Rooney saying that Wayne Rooney is six months younger than Ronaldo during yeah. water kids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's so what good. an advertisement. Uh, what, what, did you, what did you think of the, um, the incident video earlier in the game where um, uh, Lukaku was getting like his shirt pulled uh, yeah. and tripped and stuff by, um, by Palinia? And a lot of people were like, uh, like up in arms should have been a free and Gary Lineker actually can and said that uh, Lukaku being pulled back and refusing to fall down and then not getting a free kick is, is exactly why players dive yeah that referees need to reward honesty if it's the change yeah 100% it yeah. still needs to be a foul I don't know how it wasn't a free because because there was no advantage <laughs> in that scenario that he lost the ball at the end yeah. of it he got he tackled the, by the, the oncoming pass. defender yeah and and so it should be brought back um, um, so I hate that too so what do we think of um, Portugal's tournament um, from start to finish, right? So when you think about it, they were drawn in the group of death and, and did rather well. Um, got through, they, they beat Hungary, um, picked up a couple of draws and, and sort of made their way through the group of death. So you think that would, that would be a tick. And have essentially come up against a favourite straight away um, and, and only just been, been beaten really. Um, scored a bunch of goals um, in the tournament so far. So, yeah, what are I we thought... saying if you're Portugal? It, it, you, like, you, I imagine you're not distraught. Like, you're not going there thinking you stunk the joint up. They're the reigning champs, but... Yeah, they, I think if they didn't come up against Belgium, they could have gone one or two more games further. Um, I think <sighs> their finishing was what let them down in a lot of games. They had a lot more goals in them. They just wasn't going in. No, No one's had a tougher run than them. I think they've I agree with Sean. I think they've had a seriously tough run. They can go up against probably three of the top five teams in the tournament mm-hmm. in the world. And two of those yeah. are probably the top two. Yep. And then Belgium, uh, Germany are in like the top five teams yeah. probably. And like it's play all and Hungary, who are really good. Man, uh, they played like, so good, right? Yeah. Bad, yeah. Like average team. So like they've had some like all tough games and all in all high-intensity games as well. Mm. It's oh. probably taken a lot more out of the players than someone like Netherlands who had three easy games, right? Yeah, I yeah. think if you look at this now, you might say, oh, gee, they knocked out in the round of 16. That's not good enough for um, Portugal. But I think, like, say, for example, if um, Belgium go on to, to win it or, or something like that, or imagine they're going to go pretty deep, um, and obviously France will go pretty deep as well. Um, those two will run into each other at a semi-final, I believe, but... Like I think the the performance in this tournament will age well, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, and mm. they they can pretty much play the exact same team in the World Cup next year. Yeah, yeah well, they've got some work to do, I think. But I I feel I'm yeah. disappointed, but I think it's because they had so many attacking weapons, mm. and they, like and like they did score a few goals, but you just felt like it never quite gelled, and they yeah. could have they could have produced anything like so. And then and then Belgium, uh, I think this is it, the the back three. This is their fourth different. No, the third different combination they've played um, at the back. Um, Boyata has played there, 
and um Denea as well, yeah. who had that mm. um howler in, in the last group stage. Um and Vermarlin played today. Um Adavera out and Vatongan seem to, to play most games on either side. It's just they, they changed that one in the middle. So I think looking at their team, that's probably the only thing that can trip them up potential, moving forward. Potential injury. Think. De Bruyne went off injured and so and Hazard. Hazard. Eden mm. Hazard. Eden, the worst Hazard, yeah. 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 And he, he he might miss the rest of the tournament, they're saying. I think Kevin De Bruyne is more of a concern. Like if he's even Yeah, he's actually done, in form. Like, yeah, yeah. He's in the first team. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But they've got Bash Wire to come in, so it should be fine. But Hazard's still captain <laughs> when he plays. He's he's captain every as soon as he plays. So he obviously is like, again one of those players who offers more than just his Wait, his um, like skills. Forwards, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, All right, so let's move on. So yeah. um, Portugal out, sadly. Uh, Bruno Fernandes had a horrible tournament, very important to the pod. Um, let's move on. Croatia, Spain, so <laughs> Ivan Perisic has been ruled out with COVID-19. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's oh, huge. Bloody hell. So Spain, huge. Spain were already favourites, but now I'm pretty sure that they're through. Oh, I think so too. I think you've the advantage has to go to um, Spain now. They were already slight favourites and now Perisic is out. Um, I think that's their, their main track to goal, um, Croatia. So yeah, yeah, I'm I'm heavily um, Spain now, but again, I don't think there's going to be many goals in this one. I think Spain might pip at one nil, or it could even go to the extra time. Yeah, I reckon Spain in a close one for sure. I worry for Croatia until I watched the video of Luka oh, Modric practicing travellers in training. Oh. He nailed it again. <sighs> replicated the goal. What he said. Watch the video and then you tell me. He's not focused. He is unreal. He was he was smashing him in top quarter with such ease. Yeah. Oh, no so defenders, good. no pressure. All right, so everyone's got Spain. So then we got France. Did in the last game. I think I think we've all spoke we've spoke about this in the last pod, but I think everyone's pro France here. Yeah, I, mm. I, I'm, I think I'm pro France, but I think um, Switzerland are going to give them trouble, and I think a yeah. lot of people don't expect that. But um, Switzerland will give them trouble. Yeah, extra time in this one. I think it could be Italy Austria repeat of like the big team getting pushed but getting through. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I just agree. The class gets them over the line. I, I, I mm. think it, I think uh, um, extra time mightn't be a bad shout job. Yeah, because they'll sit so deep, and then that takes away that um, that counter attack with Benzema and Mbappe. Like Pogba slide them through. So yeah, but they do have <laughs> so French just have so much quality. I can do anything. Yeah, right, so exactly. England Germany. So I'm absolutely buzzing about this England Germany game. I genuinely think England are going home. Um, anything to add on this one, boys? I think I tipped the last time we talked about this last pod Germany, and I'm I'm going to stick with that. Yep, a close one, but Germany. I'd, I'd be more buzzing if it wasn't at two a.m. Absolutely, far out. You're in the ass, isn't it? Yeah. On a Wednesday really morning, is. are you not considering the biggest? I'm back in the base? office on Wednesday too. That sucks. Oh. That's good for our listeners to know, Josh. Thank you. Mate. <laughs> <laughs> that's, where your, that's where half our viewership is. <laughs> um, all right, the last one is the Blue and Yellow Derby, Sweden, Ukraine. And I think we're all going Sweden on this one. The Ukraine yeah, we have good. to. Yeah. yeah. I think Sweden, England, Sweden, England quarterfinal and tough time for England. Um, right, so let's move on to our next segment. So um, we're pretty unlucky with the multi. Unlucky was just poor tipping. Yeah. It was relatively poor tipping, but Denmark, I said they would win that. Big tick. Italy to win that. Big tick. Netherlands, Czech Republic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Done. This is what happens when one member goes rogue. Keep going through the rest of the legs. It's How do they go? Uh, yeah, to be played. Um, <laughs> but, Sean, I think you've come good with a – is it a same-game multi for the England game or have you given us something else? No, I, I've, <laughs> gone a, I've gone a multi um, and, just, again, the confidence is, is through the floor at the moment. The, we're really struggling out here, boys. So, 
um, just to try and get something on the board. I've gone with um, the Cro- score more than three. Croatia. <laughs> I'll ignore that. Um, Croatia, Spain. Um, we've gone with a draw here in, in in regular time. Regular time, okay. Okay, and then France, Switzerland. We've gone France to win in normal time. Um, that's the only two legs. Just we've leave got, it. So yeah, that'll we'll be play. tonight. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, not too much seasoning on, on this multi. So we just got the two legs. But don't worry, I've hit the power play button to get us up to two. Um, this will pay six dollars twenty six. So Jeez, that's ten dollar right. dues, as you say, Barney, um, gives us sixty two sixty back. Ooh, yeah, we're back in the blue. And most importantly, some confidence. Some bloody yeah, confidence going about. in. Need, that's all you need. Into this stage of the tournament. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> not many games left, so you need it. Yeah, we really do. Good call, Jabo. Anything in the uh, in that mailbag of yours? No, not this week, Sam. Um, <laughs> it's it's <laughs> deep, but uh, we'll, we'll get to check it again. Follow that up for next next week. Find the bottom of that bag. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So if you want to get in touch with us, it's uh, football played on paper at gmail.com. Facebook football played on paper. Instagram is at football on paper. Twitter at football on pods. All right. Enjoy, boys. Yeah, thanks, guys. Good All chat. I'll send you the login details. Some Man City fan apparently slugged him. Oh, I like Jeremy. Shit, you're old. It was a direct attack at you. Like, you look every bit 30, huh? He'll be killed by a number of men in the dugout. Watch, watch, rumbles on. Pina colada. Large one. <laughs> <laughs>